Which, by the way, at Eric Ferentinos, we got to beef up my uh, Insta there so yeah, I can get some is. free shit. There it is. Um, <laughs> you know, oh, you know what's interesting yeah. with Facebook is yeah. maybe because of the show, mm-hmm. I've gotten more traction on there. And then sure. suddenly they offered me some professional display for the for my page because i don't have an a- actual artist page set up it's just my okay. personal facebook it caps out sure at five thousand friends right but regardless of that they allowed me to make it my professional okay. site which gets That's you good. way yeah way more inside what's going on but now for the longest time i just had like not that many followers so i thought like i would right. have like a thousand or something um i don't promote myself that much but as soon as i switched this thing i all of a sudden had like Six thousand. <laughs> yeah. Well, did you have five thousand on your personal? Were you like close to that? Well, I mean, I, I definitely am close to five thousand people on there, and I'm always like trying to look for people that don't interact with me, so I can remove them or sure anybody that I got catfished and when I didn't know mm-hmm. that sort of thing was going on with Nigerian princes right. and. Yeah. In the beginning, I'm always the nice guy. Sure, I'll be friends with anybody. Oh, you're from <laughs> this country? Great, that's fascinating. Sure. You know? And then, like, I started to go. Wait a second. Why do they care? Would they care about me in Bangladesh? Right? <laughs> Dude, so. I went through. This was uh, probably seven years ago. I guess it was. I went through because you know, obviously, with classic metal show, I get a lot of people as well. Right. And. I was I was at like 4900 people or something. I was pretty close to the 5000 mark. And I went through I took like two solid days and I went through it and I deleted anybody that I had never physically met or physically spoken with on the phone. I right. just I went on the mass purge <laughs> and I purged from 4900 down to 600. Nice. And then I went probably five years where I did not accept any friends. I just, I, anytime anybody would friend request me, I would send them a quick message back that said, here, here's the CMS, follow me on the CMS. Right. You know, and now the CMS has 7,000 or 8,000 or whatever it is, you know, but I only recently within the, you know, pretty much since me and you started, started um, Chris Aiken Presents as me and you. That I've really just been like, yeah, I'll let anybody on the fucking page again. But I do, I will say that I, I do, and for anybody that thinks that I'm going to interact with you, you're, it's not going to happen. Because right. the first thing I do when I accept a friend request now is go right to their profile and unfollow them. Like, before I even hear from them, see them, anything. Because, and, and this goes back to why I, why I purged in the first place. When I had all those people... I was, was when I was working in Pittsburgh, building pinball PA. Mm -hmm. So I was living in Pittsburgh half the time and I was living in Ohio half the time. Well, I really don't give two shits about what's going on in Pittsburgh as far as their sports teams or their events or whatever. I was just there for work, you know, and I wanted to keep up with my friends and family and stuff here in Ohio. So I would go to my timeline as we all do in the morning, you know, at the beginning of the day. And I'd be scrolling through and I didn't know any of these fucking people. I was like, hey, you know, Bill and Wilma had a fucking baby. Like, who the fuck are these people? Well, there's somebody in Wyoming or they're in Georgia or, you know, there were just people I didn't know. And it just got to the point that I was, I would get one person that I actually knew out of every like three or four scrolls. And I was like, fuck this. This is not why I have Facebook. You know, I feel like the people that, 
that interact all the time. I mean, you start to feel like you kind of know them because you just recognize them always commenting and stuff. And Mm -hmm. sometimes I do go, Whoa, wait a second. I do. I don't know these people. It's, it it might even seem like I do. I know, you know, sometimes my Mm -hmm. lady asks about that. She's like, do you know this person that's always commenting? And I really don't, but I mean, that's part of being a public figure. Sure. I mean, you got to put yourself out there if you want to be. It is. And it isn't though. Like, like you said, you, you're, you're switching to a business page and that's smart because you should be able to have, uh, uh, friends and family interaction page. That's mm-hmm. not full of people that are going to be like, woo, round and round. I saw you in Houston. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, man. Before you say that, that's, it's pretty much business as usual with all that shit. And I really don't mind. I mean, so- I, I like to see people get excited about it. It sure. makes me feel good, man. When people are like, hey, come to Sweden, man. Or, hey, come yeah. to Japan. Come to, like they're saying these things. I, I, that's flattering that they would want to see us because sometimes, you know, we sound terrible. Like, <laughs> I watched the other day. I'm like, right. I don't think anybody's going to want to see us again. But, uh, no, sometimes we sound great. <laughs> yeah. No, dude, I, I, I guess I'm with you sort of because I know for me, like, ever since I moved everything kind of to – Honestly, I I don't really interact on social media pretty much at all anymore, other than the locals page, the the classic metal show locals page. I do interact there quite a bit with people, and it's like you know that that's a cool that's a cool environment for me because it kind of when I'm in the mood to be Chris from the classic metal show, I can yeah. go there. When I'm in the mood to be Chris, the the douchebag with the bad shoulder that just wants to. <laughs> talk about a new book yeah. i'm writing or some shit like that then i can go to my personal page and i can get reaction from my personal friends for the most part and i ex- i experimented with going on to reddit and and starting yeah. to like argue with people and i changed even though it says like uh sewer bound or whatever for my title right uh that, it, that i always use forever and in there, if you click on it, it has my name and that I'm on right, the show. Sure. It's like, oh, you know, I might as well parlay this into like getting people mm-hmm. that subscribe to the show that are mad at me or don't like what I'm saying, the truth. Right, sure. <laughs> what I perceive to be the truth. Sure. Uh, on there. But that didn't really work. They just, you know, what they end up doing, if you go into a, a subreddit where they're um, glorifying some something I believe not to be true from a conspiracy you know, mm-hmm. point of view. And I go in there, they'll just downvote it really quick. Like all sure. of them, just ju- 10 of them will just jump on it and downvote it. And nobody will let it see the light of day. Right. You'll get an email with them insulting you or something. And mm-hmm. you can get into a little argument. Like sometimes I blow off steam arguing with some of these guys, but then yeah. I use a word that gets me banned from the whole dude. That, that's, thing what anyway. happened. that's what happened to CMS. We had a page, we had a Reddit page for a while or a subreddit. I guess that's what it's called. Right. A I subscribe. I tried to subscribe to it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's not, I mean, I guess there's some shell that's still there but i don't have control of it anymore they won't let me log into it because it got banned because neely was dropping (laughs) n-bombs right and and it immediately got it immediately got banned because i was just reposting all i was using it for was to repost episodes you know just another place that Uh. people could could find the show and you know i don't edit the show other than on is that fair because i mean how many rap songs use that it clearly used that in there and see this See that? That says I'm not allowed to say the word. Okay. That's the that's 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 the fair and unfair. Right. 
if and you're I, referring to the color of your skin for yes, those that are course. just don't have eyeballs and are just listening to yeah, the show. Yeah, exactly. You know that that <laughs> says I can't speak. That says I can't say those words. <laughs> and, and dude, honestly, I we've been through this with with several of the mainstream things with with CMS. It's why we don't have a Twitch page. We were on Twitch for like a day, and I was like, right. banned. You know, and and it was I forget what it was. I think it was. Um, I think it was the F word that, that was said on Twitch and immediate, mm. I mean, during a broadcast, they cut us off wow. because somebody on, Twitch. somebody on Twitch because someone used the F word and I don't mean fuck. You know? <laughs> yeah. There was a lot of pod or a couple podcasters I followed that were trying to go over to Twitch because YouTube was kicking yeah. them off. And, uh, I went over to follow them there and there was mostly video game people. Yeah showing themselves playing video games was like 95 percent and there was a little tiny bit of a truth community maybe starting but i I think they had acted like they were going to compensate some of these creators on there and i don't think that ever happened yeah not not significantly no no and then so they just kind of said ah screw those guys i'm over here i'm on uh Rockfin. I don't think you ever checked Rockfin no, I haven't out. Checked but Rock, Rockfin yet. Apparently, with Rockfin uh, for creators, they pay them something, but I think it's in like a kind of a crypto or something. Okay, it might even so, be. So it might be worth a million dollars. It might be worth right. three cents. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not straightaway residuals for yeah. some reason. Like you know, YouTube still seems to be the king of that, and they are. But you know what, yeah. dude, and that's why I'm not saying the actual words is because we're on on youtube right now and right. facebook and you know and, and twitter so i'm not dropping any words that we're not supposed to say here right and and when we do our skits like like um scully sand digger right you know which is like <laughs> i as i was listening to the last show i was like wow when you say it fast there's just no way yeah. not to think you're saying the other mm-hmm. thing you have yep. to say it really slow sure yeah, no, it's dude, censorship's way out of control. That's why I'm I am a I will continue even though we're on YouTube because this show is pretty safe. Honestly, I mean this this show is not going into the categories that me and me and Neely go into. I mean, it's if anything, the only thing that's gonna cause us problems is is the conspiracy stuff. You right. know, and and whatever. If YouTube pulls it for that, at least they, they don't tend to strike you for that. They tend generally. They might, but you know. You know, we're just talking, so I think we're okay. <laughs> I just but. plan to kind of like let people generally know how you or mm-hmm. I feel about something, but I'm not going to like, you know, initially I was open to doing whole episodes about stuff, but most people, yeah. they don't like their reality shattered, man. If yeah. you, Nine out of 10 people don't want it. They just no, want to believe what they believe. And let's be honest. Most people are tuning in to hear, to hear what you're doing on your crazy rock and roll <laughs> lifestyle and, and they like me kind of guiding that. You know, that's that's what they want me to do is guide into stories about your your craziness sure. from city to city. So Yeah. I mean they you know, and as the, the you know, the the watchers know, uh Jason Green does his tour diaries, sure. which are you know, they're fucking terrible by the way. <laughs> <laughs> The they're worst. terrible because you guys don't do anything or you just don't like they're the just program? terrible period i don't know why people watch that <laughs> at all to be honest well, um, what cracks me they, up with jason is that he's so far behind it's like he yeah just, he released one today that was like here we are new year's eve and i was like new year's eve that's We're what i was to the middle of the year <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that show is a disaster. And I'm like, why are you even showing any of that disaster? Right. Um, 
I, you know, Robbie Crane was like playing with us for right. a minute. We almost had him in the band, and that show caused him to just like go, "Yeah, I don't think so." It's just like <laughs> he said, "Yeah, I'll go back to Black Star Riders." Oh my god, he yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whatever it was, he was like, "Oh, this is it was just a shit show that night." We had all these guests on stage, and right, um, my equipment was took a shit too, which was a problem. Um, Johnny was still, you know, getting adjusted in the band so he's still butchering all the rhythm shit and i don't know (laughs) his leads are always you know good but you know he's still i don't know that stuff gets worked out over time but you know it's like jason you don't have to show yeah footage all the time when it's not good you know on your thing because there's a good amount of people that watch that sure well and Uh, and if it's gonna be so far behind just make it like over three months yeah uh, great point you know does it really need to be new year's eve couldn't it be Here's what we did. The, here's what we did in the winter. Here's the winter tour dog tour tour diary. Right, right. That covers you know this, this, and this, and you can kind of chop some of the shit that wasn't as good, and right. just be or you know. And, and I, I ain't gonna lie. I'll, I'll tell you, I do watch it, and I do sure. sort of, sort of enjoy it sometimes. But sometimes. but it's but it's not the stuff that that I think people would expect, and maybe I'm the only one. I like the stuff when it's not you guys performing. Because you know what? I can right. watch any of that shit on YouTube any day of the week. Or I could just call you and ask you. And I guess that's an advantage I have is that I could just say, hey, how was fucking t- Tucson? You know? Certainly. But what I like is like one of my favorite things, and I know it's a nothing thing. It was a few episodes back. It was you and Jason. And I think you were in atlanta maybe or somewhere somewhere like when it was starting to get cold because you guys were wearing coats and you were just walking like three miles or something to finding a restaurant right and it was just you guys it it was like the real picture of what it is to be out on the road today fly into a city and then you got to figure everything out for yourself i got so fucking mad at those guys this last this last thing because uh you know I there was a restaurant like that was attached to the place or something, so we we knew that we'd be able to eat. Because I think I told you in, uh, the time before in Austin, it wasn't safe to go walk in to look right. for a place to eat, you know. So this time there actually was a place um, that w- that was right there, and so when we were checking in. I kind of went up to each guy and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, there's a place, you know, so we could you know eat, you know, or something. And you know, I, first I I think I went up to Johnny. He's like, yeah, it's a little early for that, you know, or eating or whatever. And I was just like, oh, okay. And then I went over to Jason and I'm just like, I'm like, yeah. So if, if dinner goes down, you know, uh, let me know. I'll go cruise. I know they got, there's a place right here. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know this. And, um, and then I saw Joaquin and it was the same thing. And Matt and I go, I go, Hey, I think we're all going to eat soon, you know, okay. over there. So then I'm like, uh, waiting in my room. Cause I remember Johnny was like, uh, yeah. Saying it was too early. And this was at like six. Okay. Okay. So going if he thinks now that's you're playing too, this night too, or no, not? this is when okay. we pulled into town. This okay. is just when we okay. pulled into town and you know, I hadn't really eaten anything since like breakfast or whatever. Sure. Uh, so I'm waiting and I don't want to seem like too like, Hey guys, you ready? Or, you know, I was just like, well, I'll just wait. Maybe they want to go to go at eight or something. You know sure. I mean? I'll wait. So like, it was getting like probably to like seven 30 or something. And I'm like, Hey, so what's going down? Are we going to eat? And everybody's like, Oh yeah, we ate already. Oh, <laughs> And I was just like, oh. holy shit, not one of you motherfuckers, like yeah. not even one of you guys like thought that, 
hey, maybe we should tell Eric we're leaving or something like that. Hey, maybe like, the guy that actually showed interest in eating might be hungry. Each one of them. Each <laughs> one of them I went up to. So I like I I couldn't even like I couldn't even believe it. I was like I, I go, you thought I no, I know what it was. Uh Joaquin wrote me back first. He goes, We thought you left. And I was like, left for where? San Diego yeah. for like yeah. left for dead? Like, yeah. what are you talking about? And then, uh, and then funny um, because not one of you knocked on my fucking door in the hotel. And then Johnny chimes in. He goes, thought you left for the cruise, <laughs> you know, which that was kind of funny, actually. You know what All I right. mean? So whatever. Right. Okay. You know, but, uh, yeah, I, man, I can't lie. Like that just fucking hurt my feelings like a motherfucker. <laughs> Cause it's like, sometimes you think like people like you. Right. And then you realize that they fucking don't. We just work together. They're work friends, not friend friends. Yes. You know, <laughs> well, whatever. I mean, like I, you know, I know that obviously I, I couldn't hide those a little fucked off about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because especially later, like it was kind of pathetic. I had to like walk over there and go eat a fucking burger by myself in this place while it's getting cleaned right. up all late and i felt like a yeah. total loser and you're you know? and you're motherfucking them the whole time you're sitting there eating that burger i'm not fucking fuck but then i found out you know matt actually he goes hey man matt matt thorne's a sweetheart yeah. you know what i mean he's sure. not a, you know he is he is a friendly guy and he actually goes hey if it's any consolation i went and ate by myself you know and i was like oh well, you should have fucking you fucking have to eat by yourself you know, <laughs> how about but, this that's no consolation at all See, Just watch little- this, Matt. Watch this, Matt. See that? That's all you had to do. You wouldn't have to eat by yourself. Knock on my door. <laughs> exactly, man. I, I I guess I'm just like a communal guy when I'm out, you know, with the workforce or like would. Sure. Or if I, if I was tour managing, I'd want to like, hey, throw a little note out. Hey, this is what's going on food wise, guys. Or right. know, whatever. Uh, so, yeah, I took it, uh, you know, personally, but obviously not for long. I, I mean, I do have thick skin at the end and I well, I sure, but, but dude, that, that's fucked up. I mean, it's fucked up for a couple reasons. And, and again, right. this is me speaking, not you. So you don't right. have to agree or disagree. Yeah. I'm allowed to say bad shit. Sure. There's a there's the being a fucking human being aspect of this. Right. And as a human being, there's five of you or whatever that are together. You know, there's there's basically the, a little click in a strange fucking city. And anytime I've ever gone to a strange fucking city, there's nothing where and this is as a non together band guy. of the hand band yeah. of the hand. There's nothing more uncomfortable than when you go into a place by yourself. You don't know the people. You don't know that the guy at the end of the bar is, you know, just out of jail. You don't know that the, you know, you don't know what's going on. You're literally walking into the abyss. So (laughs) you want to stay together just for a pure safety standpoint, just straight up safety. That's the first piece. The second piece of it is you want to stay together just so that you have someone to talk to. And more importantly, somebody to stop the talking when some fucking fan comes up to you (laughs) and is like, bro, I remember seeing you in 2008 when you opened for metal church. Let me tell you every song that you played to add to that. Chris, I would say also you would want to discuss what's going to happen at this show. Yeah. Well, there's, that that would have been a great time to talk about the endings. Joaquin while we were at dinner, you fucking stupid ass, you know? So, (laughs) but, but yeah, I mean, that's it is you don't want to, you never, 
I mean, most people, most, forget being in a band for a minute. Most people just day to day, you're going to a concert. How many people want to, not saying that they don't, but how many people want to go to a show by themselves? None. No, no one does. Right. No one does. Everybody, anytime I have tickets for a show, any, or I'm even thinking about getting tickets to show, you know, and, and uh, again, full disclosure, I can make a phone call and get tickets for a show to pretty much right. anything I want to go see. So can you, obviously, you know, but I don't do that. First thing I do, if you were, t if, if Steven Piercy's coming to back to the Kent stage, if you guys were coming back to the Kent stage, first thing I'm doing is calling Kelly. Do you want to go see them again? Then I'm mm -hmm. calling my friend, John, do you want to go see Steven Piercy? Then I'm calling, you know, I'm calling yeah. looking for recruiting friends. Yeah. To, to, to have a group so that we can have some fun. Look, I'm going to see Dave Landau on Thursday. First Dave hits me up or I hit Dave up and I said, Hey, didn't know you were coming to town. He's like, yeah, I'll be there. Blah, blah, blah. Next week. And I said, first thing, first thing he said to me is how many tickets do you want? Not mm -hmm. do you need a ticket? Right. He was like, how many do you want? And I started making some phone calls. I was like, Hey, do you want to go? Do you want to go? And then I hit Dave back and I said, am I being a fucking prize pig if I ask for six? Right. And he goes, Nope. Done. But, but again, it's to have now instead of just go, would it be a fun time to go out just by myself and no. see my friend? It would be fun after to see my friend that oh, I don't yeah, get yeah. to oh, see yes. very often. Of course, of course. But, but it was, but hell, when we went to Bow Wow Wow, I'll tell you now, what none of us there that gave a fuck about seeing Bow Wow Wow. Right. Not me, not Kelly, not Stephanie, not anybody that was with me. And what did, did you I hear that, Lee Gorman? None well, of them. None well, of them. the truth. We weren't there to see Bow Wow Wow. We were there to hang out with you. They were here to see me. Well, that was it. Me. We were. We were in Little Hottie Dinsey was a was a bonus, but you know, <laughs> I mean, that was that was definitely a bonus there. But we weren't there to see Bow Wow Wow, and we weren't there to see who was the other band on the bill. The motels or and the motels. Yeah, I wasn't there to see any. I wasn't there to see any of them. I was there to fucking hang out, have a couple drinks with you, and just hang out. Yeah, but we had fun. We did. But what did I do? I recruited a bunch of people together right. so that when you were doing your job, I could still be having fun. That's right. And and that's what you do, you know. So in this situation that you're talking about here, it's like okay, I have exactly five people that are with me that I know. You got, or six, right? You yeah. got Jason and the band. Six total people that are with you? Maybe seven with Christy? Well, and... Uh, but yo, Steven's Christy not did going. come on this one. Now, Christy and Steven don't typically yeah, go to not. a dinner. Unless it's some fancy dinner that was offered by the promoter. Occasionally, they'll go, hey, I also run the steakhouse over here. And, or yeah. My buddy does. They want to take it. It's the nicest place. It's won all these awards. But, That's but Steven story. can't. doesn't. Right. Steven is a little too famous sure. to go wandering into the local Denny's. Right. If Steven wanders into the local Denny's, he's never going to eat his goddamn moons over my hammy because he's going to be. Oh, that was my favorite Denny's. Uh, that's the good shit there. Said, but hell yeah, it's the good shit. Hammies. But Steven can't do it because every goddamn person in there, especially truck drivers that are in Denny's, they're all familiar with Steven Piercy and round and round. 
So every one of them is going to be like, hey, buddy, are you Steven Pearson? Oh, yeah, that happens all the goddamn time. Yeah. That happened. The TSA guy did that. Yeah, of course. To him. Uh, of course. And that's what I mean. He can't just wander where you guys, you guys can wander out there. And let's be honest. There'd be a couple that'll recognize you because of the haircut more than they know you. Right. I've started to travel actually since we've been doing the show now. Like I definitely wear a hat now when I travel. I actually try to like kind of dress down uh, more so than I ever have. Yeah, I mean it's it's my point in all this is, and I know I'm rambling all over the place, but my (laughs) point is it's a courtesy. It should be a courtesy that you guys do as a traveling pack of rat bastards. Right. You know, you're the rat bastards. You should be fucking a pack. Let me just interject here one thing. I, I mean, this was only something I expected because it was an off night. You know, sure. it wasn't. Now, when we have shows, there's food there. You don't really have to go out to eat because they have to give you dinner. Like at the, at the um, 80s invasion and at, at the fair there that we played in Tucson, they had catering there for lunch, you know. Right. So um, I even, I wasn't, there was also, uh, breakfast at the hotel that day which i should say those guys all of a sudden got super nice the next day starting with joaquin okay he's call, called me up at like you know 8 45 he's like because a lobby call was nine and luckily he let me know ahead of time he goes hey man if you go down to the breakfast thing right now you can get a free breakfast and i was all right. like uh, okay so I, th- I threw on my shoes i went down there and it was like the that's a breakfast that's usually like twenty dollars sure like, uh, it had all this, the array of sausages and bacons and eggs right. and all that stuff. And I, I even wasn't sure because it said, wait to be seated. And I was right. like, hi, uh, how much is the breakfast? And they're like, oh, it's 18, whatever. And I go, oh, unless you have a room here. And I was like, I do. And they're like, oh, it turns out to be free. So nice. he helped me to get a nice breakfast. But since I had eaten there when we got to the venue, they had a full catered thing going. Okay, I, I actually t- did a, t- a to-go deal. They had these like chickens halved up it's they were like small uh chickens and it was like pretty much almost a whole quarter white meat part right you know and i put that in a bowl and then they had this like mac and cheese they made and i smooshed that in there and then i took like a the the top of the bowl and i you know squished it on threw it on a plate i'm all i'll eat this later right so because i don't want to spend money that much money um so we go i went back we had decent rooms uh at this um and around three o'clock before I, I ate it. It was fine. Sure. Um, they had snacks, a little bit of snacks at the, at the thing. They really didn't give us our rider. I noticed at this, like they just had some peanuts back there and some little bags of chips. So I grabbed all right. those. I was like, I'll take those. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah. now what was sucky is we, we had uh, to get up super early to go home. Our flight was at like six in the morning. So Ooh. basically lobby call was going to be three. And what we time did you play? Uh, we played, we went on at like nine 30 or something like that. So, so we didn't get back to the hotel till 11. Oh, it was like midnight before we got back to, to okay. the hotel. Oh yeah. Steven does a whole meet and greet. That's true too. Know, yeah. After. True. So now do you, par- we, do you have to participate in that or no? No. I mean, he, we did try stuff like that, uh, back in like 2015, we were messing with the band going out, like when Greg D'Angelo was in the band. Sure. But we just little by little, like started phasing that out because okay. they're really there to, you know, see Steven yeah. that, that would have changed probably when we did the records. But then remember by the time, uh, view to a thrill came out, Steven took off with Juan right. and, you know, so we'll see as of right now. No, 
Um, I think Johnny sells some of his picks there, but I don't know if he actually goes over to the booth. I think they're okay. just sitting in the merch booth. So no, right. to answer your question, but like Jason and Johnny are very accessible. Those guys are always physically out together. Sure. Looking for footage for the show. Uh, any opportunity for that. So you can always find those two. They love to right. people to come up to them and you know, me, not so much, you know what I right. mean? I'm not, I've done this for, so I played in Steven's band for 22 years. I don't need to, to, to you know, necessarily told anything. Yeah, know. no, I get it. I, I mean, it makes sense. It just, it, it's dude. The, the thing I think that people don't understand, it's just not the glamor world that people think that it is. And that's at any level, man. You, you know, you're right. ta- you're telling the story about, um, you know, grabbing food for later. Dude, yeah. that happens at the highest, highest level. Sure. But in whenever load came out, load or reload. So 1997, 1998, whatever that was. I was um Jason Newstead invited me to a um to a Metallica show. Is Metallica and COC. And we went. And um, you know, we went and we saw COC, we hung out with them. It was a great time and we saw Metallica. And then afterwards we went and we hung out with um, you know, with with Metallica. And you know, and I knew Jason a little bit. And um, you know, I don't want to say we were friends, but we were friendly, I guess, like to where he knew me and okay. when he would come to town, you know, I would get a call from his manager guy who's like, Hey, do you want to come out to the show? You know, sure. sure. Yeah. Of course. So, but at this one show they had a huge spread of food. I mean, a huge, it's Metallica. So it's a huge fucking spread of food, right? Jason was the last one to come in. You know, they kept all the fans away from the food, obviously, because it's the band's food. But um, Jason comes in with a backpack on, and he starts making sandwiches and fucking yeah. Ziploc packing bread, them. Yeah, bread fan. They called them yeah. bread fan. Yeah, but like it was him. the craziest. <laughs> well, they should have, because he made like... Seven, eight sandwiches and put them like, in his what, fucking backpack. Metallica could I make fun of that could be about food? I was like thinking yeah. real quick, master of buffets. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it anyway. did. But, but this is Jason Newstead after the Black Album. Right. How much fucking money is this guy making? I don't Let's know. Be, I don't he, know what he was making back well, then. He I made, mean, he, he didn't a, make him a full member of the band. He wasn't part yes, of the corporation. Did. The yes, corporation. they did. Yes, he for the black album he got full credits on that. Full credits on the album, but but then you don't necessarily see that money for some time. Dude, you know, Jason the Newstead. Jason Newstead he is had not it. broke. He, he is well, not broke. He he sold his he sold his house in Walnut Creek for ten million dollars or whatever to move to like Maine or somewhere to like a six million dollar home. He ain't broke. He's not broke. He's still getting. Dude, the Black Album still sells 10,000 copies a month. Fucking 30 years later. It's, you know, he ain't broke. And he gets, think about his time in the band. His time in the band was, uh, and Justice for All, Black Album, Load and Reload. Right. Those are all the biggest seller ones. And also thinking about it, like, even if he's at a really nice hotel, they they don't run, not all of them run a 24-hour yeah. room service thing for food no. or anything even at the nicest places it shuts down by like 10 or 11 where sure. he might not get be getting back till well, way later well he i asked him about it i asked him point blank and, and you know i was kind of busting his chops i was like dude making sandwiches huh <laughs> yeah and he was and he was like all these guys they might be broke but i won't be broke i'm not wasting my money on on, on yeah and i was like 
Bro, I'm right with them. I'm yeah. like the sandwich king, man. They, they, these guys make such fun of me. I think Jason and Johnny have made fun of me on their show about sandwiches. Like, right. Because they always make fun of me for being fat, for one. But then they used, would make fun of me because I would take sandwiches to the airport. And I would even like offer, I would make extra sandwiches and offer sure. them to people. You know, I'm like, I'm that guy, right. you know, because it makes me mad to pay $19 for a fucking sandwich at the airport. Why well, yeah, would I do it's that? Stupid. Yeah, it's dumb. It's, it's dumb, especially when you don't have, and especially in your, the way your world works where you're in the fucking airport all the time, all the I time, get, you know, I get it. Like me, I haven't been in an airport in 10 years. So for right. me, it wouldn't be such a big deal to fucking swing by the Sabaro and fucking drop 30 bucks because <laughs> no, it's going to. Because it's going to happen once. It's going to happen once in the next decade. But I, let me tell you, had to kind of lay over in Vegas on this way back. Unfortunately, I should have had a direct flight. It's only an hour from fucking here to Tucson or whatever. But anyways, I digress. Jason sent me to Vegas with them first and then whatever. So I go, well, I'm going to play some video poker. Okay. So I'm ready to drop some money. Right. <laughs> gambling not on a sandwich but sure. i'll gamble a little bit and i've done well in the past in vegas in the airport there specifically what i used to smoke cigarettes but in the smoking section in there i've done very well i'll walk out of there with like 300 dollars, right you know playing video poker sure so i went in there it seemed like they only had the 25 cent machines because they used to ha- they used to have nickel ones now they don't it's just the right. 25 cent ones there was only two of them but there was a dude in there that was so loud. He was like a buzzed guy that was like on his telephone. And this place is very small, little smoking section in the Vegas right. airport. It's like maybe the size of a, a of a small bedroom or something. You know what okay. I mean? Right, sure. So he's he is being so fucking loud and just making sure everybody can hear his conversation. And I just felt like he was giving me bad luck, you know, okay. like he was a cooler. You know what a right. cooler yeah, is? Yeah, yeah, certainly. Yeah, the guy that's a, the, like a mush, same as a mush, the guy that just comes up and just fucking stalls your game. Dude, he wasn't even fucking playing. You know what I mean? He's just smoking mm-hmm. cigarettes in there and he was drunk as fuck and he just went in to smoke cigarettes and just talked on the phone for an hour. And apparently he's, he was Native American or something, but I didn't care. I didn't couldn't even see him. I just know I was playing and I just started right. like shouting shit. I was like, <laughs> shut up. You know, like, and then I was like, shut the fuck up. Right. And I was like, start like playing some more. And then I'm like, what the fuck? And he would just keep going. He's like, I don't even remember what the fuck he's saying. It'll upset me to even think about his dialogue or whatever, but he was just flapping, flapping. And he was, what was bugging me the most is he was talking to whoever that was on the phone. Like they were 50 feet away. Sure. You're on the phone, dude. You could be like, Hey man. Yeah. So blah, blah, blah. But no, but no, he's like, Hey, yeah. Oh my (laughs) God. It was just ruining my whole experience of losing $30 by the way. (laughs) At some point, I literally like grabbed an ashtray. I go, shut up! And I fucking just like <laughs> flung it over my head and just smashed it in the back. And I think he finally got the message and like uh, <laughs> fucking took off. Um, I also fucked up and had to like walk way further. Like always look at the screen first and not your ticket or the app. Sure. Because where we got off, that was my gate right there. 
Right. But because I looked at the stupid app thinking, well, the app's going to be updated constantly on Southwest Airlines, yeah, right? Of course not. Of course Southwest not. Airlines, like just because it, just including the name Southwest Airlines in there. Right. I should have fucking known that. Of course they don't update the app. <laughs> so the app says I'm over at like the Seagates, which is like the cold other side of the airport. You know right. what I mean? And I'm walking with like my two guitars, a backpack. Um, I did check my bag that has like a little pedal board and shit sure but i have to carry this thing like not to damage those guitars i'm like holding it and it's like probably 30 something pounds right so i walk the half mile over to there and then i don't see my flight over there and i ask the guys like oh no no it's back where you were you know I'm like, Fuck. You're like gee thanks walk all the way back um but anyways i end up getting uh getting home and i'm uh i'm happy to be home 